This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. And uh, Matt, um, we haven't looked overall at the the free agent market yet, uh, but I did want to talk about, I know we did the exit interviews a few weeks ago, uh, and people loved that. Uh, That was when the Steelers were done. Let's talk about the Steelers free agents here a little bit and who we would make a priority to resign and who we would not um, kind of what we think they might cost uh, Mm -hmm. those kind of things here. So I did an article kind of breaking this down on DK Pittsburgh sports uh, that I, that I wanted to talk about. Um, You know, the tough part about this is if you're Kevin Colbert and Mike Tomlin, you're looking at this and going, okay, we have cap space this year. Mm-hmm. But we, right now we don't have a quarterback other than Mason Rudolph on the roster. So do we sign a quarterback or do we go free agent? Because I think that affects everything else that you do. Without question. I mean, I think that decision needs to happen immediately. Like you and I have you know, talked about Winston or even Trubisky or Mariota, but there's no guarantee you can get them. And if you land them, great but that almost has to be step one i mean like and if you don't or if you're not even interested well then it's time to really build a nest you know because it's probably going to be a rookie then or at least a rookie in the mix and mason rudolph yeah i mean so right 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 right. and and so what you do in free agency you know also it's funny all these years uh you know this will be my 29th year now covering the steelers I've never had to pay a lot of attention to free agency be- other than, you know, who, somebody leaving because they never, you right, know, right. They, don't, they don't typically make a big splash. Sure. But what they do in free agency this year, more than any, any year that I can ever remember will dictate them what they do in the draft. Massively more than ever, for sure. And of course, I mean, what kind of offense do we want? What kind of quarterback do we want? I that's going to be telling as well. Yeah. Right, right, right. You know, I mean, do I want offensive linemen that are mashers or do I want guys that are light on their feet that can get to the second level? I mean, it all, it all starts with quarterback. And my hunch is, at least this is how I would handle it, is I would probably have four or five quarterback names probably in free agency in the draft. And that those would be, Winston, Trubisky, Mariota, Willis, Pickett, Corral, or whatever. Yeah. And say, I can live with any of these. I'd prioritize them one to six or whatever. And I'll spend this much for the free agents. And if it's a Mariota or Trubisky, maybe I'm still drafting one. You know, who knows? But I want this style of quarterback, and I'm going to build around him accordingly. Yeah. The problem then, however, becomes – the first part of that, you could you could miss on all of those guys, in right, free. right, and then you're almost you're you're almost forced to then go get one of those quarterbacks in a draft. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to be in that situation, and you don't want to be unless in that you do really yeah. love them. I mean, right. then, I mean, by now they know if they like them or not, of course. And in that situation, that's there there when you then need to start thinking about the trade up to make sure that you get one. Mm-hmm. It's funny. I was on Stan's show today. We were talking about if you had to go from 20 to 10 in a Bush-like manner, would you do it for Willis? And I think it's real easy to say no, but I almost feel like 
Houston was a playoff team and they trade up for Watson. The Chiefs were a playoff team. And they trade up for Mahomes. The Steelers are never going to pick in the top five, in my opinion, unless things right. go drastically wrong. So you're either doing it this year or next year or the year after, you know, like why not start it now? Right. I mean, if that's the guy and you think you can build around that guy, you know, right. it, it is what, you know, you, if you think you can build a team around them, you know, you do that. So let, let's take a look at the Steelers free agency. I, I, put, yeah, yeah. I put, I did uh, some categories here in these guys. I put priorities guys. I think who need to be priority signings. My second group was definitely maybe, uh, you know, okay. kind of on the fence with these guys a little bit. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Guys, a date, but we're not getting married right now. Right, yeah. Guys that would resign on the cheap, and then okay. guys, guys that it's time to move on from. So okay. in, in my categories, in my uh, roster, my priority list, there's only two guys. One is Akella Weatherspoon. The other one is Terrell Evans. They would be mine as well. Okay. I mean, I, I know we both have talked about this a lot, but I think those are the two that qualify. The one little sticking point with Weatherspoon, Weatherspoon is, do you think you have to guarantee him a starting job? Uh, you know, like... Do well, you you're probably going to pay him that. Yeah, you're probably going to you know, pay him like a starter. You're probably paying him like a starter. But what if you love Trent McDuffie too and the draft doesn't go exactly as planned and you're going to throw another corner in the mix? You know, like... I mean, well, I'm fine with that. Here's why I'm fine with that, Matt. When they re-signed Cam Sutton, mm-hmm. A, he's not making a huge dollar. B, they only did it for, I think it's a three-year deal. So, right, okay. and you can always bump him to your, as you know, to exclusively nickel. So I don't have a problem with, with signing Witherspoon to say a three-year deal and saying, okay, you're going to be, you're going to be probably be a starter here and we're mm-hmm. going to pay you starter money. Right. Because Sutton might be your, you know, your nickel and you kill two birds. No, I hear you. And frankly, Weatherspoon's not Darrell Revis. I don't need to promise him anything. You know, right, I mean, right. If, if I but if you're paying him, if, so if you're it. paying him money, you're probably going to start him. Right. I think yeah. you sign him with this with the idea of. I think you prioritize him with the thought of he's going to be our Hayden replacement for this three or four year contract. Right. Right. I agree. And you uh, always bring in other corners. I mean that. Position. You're not done at that position. I'm guessing. I'm guessing that's like a a, a deal that averages around seven million. That's what I was going to ask you. I was sitting here thinking five or six, but that probably isn't true. Yeah, I mean that's you know that's the going you know talking about a starting outside cornerback. He had the number one passer rating allowed last year, according to Pro Football Reference, thirty five point one. And he made big plays too. He had he had he allowed fourteen completions on thirty seven pass attempts in his coverage. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's pretty strong. That's pretty he strong. Certainly passed the eyeball test, and he's got traits, and you know, yeah, he's going to be seven ish. And yeah. he, I think I'm fine with it. You know, twenty million over three years with a decent bonus. You know, yeah. Okay. All right. Um, Edmonds to me, uh, you know, if you don't resign, first of all, if you don't resign both of these guys, now you're looking to replace both of those guys and you're probably Mm going to do it with a lesser player. The only difference is maybe you could get Hayden on a one-year deal. If you don't do anything with, with Weatherspoon and kick that can down the road. That's why I would have prioritized Edmonds in this group too, is just, I don't like the other options that I've looked at, you know, like 
I don't think the draft sets up particularly well for a strong safety. I don't think there's a lot of names on the free agent market that. And I there's nobody in the roster who's capable of replacing. Right, right. If you drafted one in the third round last year, that'd be different. The only thing I could see is maybe you know just maybe you want a Bills, um, Poyer, and what's his face. There, there are other safety that are basically interchangeable as opposed to a free and a strong. I don't know. You know, I mean, maybe the new defense coordinator, Austin, has ideas of I wish our our safeties were a little more interchangeable and Edmonds isn't quite as interchangeable as I like. But that's the only thing that would hesitate that I would you know hesitate. Otherwise, they could lock him up. And I think yeah. he's an ascend, ascending player. He's 25. He yeah. allowed a passer rating last year of 63.7 which was one of the top, it was the top five for safeties in the league. Oh, was it? Yeah. I mean, he had, he had a strong season last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and again, as you said, it's getting better in that definitely maybe category. I had three guys that right. was uh, Juju Smith, Schuster, Joe Hayden yeah. and Chooks Okorafor. I think Hayden, I don't think you're going to get spoon and Hayden. Right. I mean, if it's, I think he can doesn't work out. Yeah. I, I I wouldn't mind if you if you could bring, uh, for example, I brought this up. So you brought Juju Smith Schuster back last year on a on a one year deal for eight million dollars, but they had voidable years at the end okay. that, that lessened the cap hit mm-hmm. uh, this season. Now, obviously, there's some dead money involved with that in future years, um, but if you could do something similar with Hayden, bring him back on a one year deal, and you but you do so say, okay, hey, we're gonna do this. Joe, we're going to bring you back. We're going to let you compete for the starting. Uh, you know, we're going to see which 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 of our three corners, are, or or what's our who are our two best corners. First of all, mm-hmm. ideally, what we'd like to do with you, Joe, is only play you a nickel and dime, and we'll have Sutton and, and Witherspoon out there um, when we're in the base dimes. when we're in the yeah. base defense. Then you don't have to worry about run tackling as much, run support mm-hmm. as much. That keeps you, your career keeps you a little more healthy. Yeah. You don't have to worry about getting run over by Derrick Henry as much. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we think, you know, we think this will work. Now, if you still outplay Witherspoon, we have no problem or, or Witherspoon or something. We have no problem with you running you out there and you being one of our starting cornerbacks because we love you. Yeah. But we, but we think I, at this point you've missed games here uh, with, with some, you know, nagging type injuries that you know we think that we we'd love to have you back but we'd like to kind of limit your snaps a little bit yeah Uh, and it'd be nice to go into this draft not drafting a corner you know if you could get both those guys uh, i'm probably out of the corner market in the draft and considering it next year the key for me with hayden is i don't want to lose him in the locker room that's the other part of it i think that's what you know you see so you pay a little bit more for that Mm-hmm. Which um, I'm fine with. Which it's, it's again, it's why you're okay with kicking the can down the road a little bit with him, because of the leadership that he va- that he brings. Give me a little short on veteran leaders losing him. Yeah. Um, with Juju, <sighs> I really want torn on him too. Part of I, me's like, I want a dynamic big play threat, but I also think, man, Juju's a lot better than two yard completions in a cloud of dust that we've seen at the end of Ben's career. Yeah. I think he's a pretty good player still. Yeah. If you think back to what, what the feeling was, was on him three years ago. Right. Right. Is he much different? No, probably not. Yeah. Now he's had some, you know, the shoulder and and knee issues 
I just don't see him having a big market on the open, you know, uh, getting a big contract on the open market. So to me, it comes down to, does he want to return to Pittsburgh mm-hmm. or does, or does he want to do a one year prove it deal somewhere else? Right. 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 Cause that's what he's going to I could get. go either way on him. I mean, again, it, it, if I were him, I'm testing the market without a doubt. And if I get a lot of attention, great. But and he didn't last year. Like, yeah, it might be his stock gone up since last year. I don't I, think so. I can't imagine that it has after he missed 12 games and averaged right, right. Just, you know the same 8.6 yards per catch that he did last year. Now he's mm-hmm. tough as hell and you know he, he brings yeah, something yeah. to your locker room, but I just don't I, I'm not gonna break the bank to go re-sign Juju Smith Schuster. You no, know, I'll, no, no. Uh, I'll I'll leave the door open for him though. Then I can find guys. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the right category for him. Um, Chooks. See, I've been thinking more and more, maybe you should sign a handful of offensive linemen and have depth there and have no holes, but have no stars. But I also think I can upgrade a right tackle, whether it's draft or free agency. If I'm going to have anything resembling a star, that might be the position to do it. See, I, I I look at the the, the free agent market, uh, and there's not much there. No, I'm thinking more of pick twenty of a Penning or of one of those type of guys. But then, what if you want to, you got to get a quarterback? That's the that's the problem. Of course, uh, right, right. You know, it, it it's you know this stuff doesn't happen in a vacuum. So if you allow him to walk, then you're looking at, you know. The the Trent are you gonna pay are you gonna pay Trent Brown fifteen or twenty million dollars a year? No. I don't know. If, I don't want to get. I don't him. know. If, yeah, you know. I'd like to add him. I don't know if the, if he's gonna cost that type of number. No. Yeah, I mean, I guess Shooks is in that category. I mean, you know, I'd he, like to have him on the team at the right price, but I'd like to have a better starting right tackle. So that's a know, dilemma. Otherwise, you're looking at you know, do you think I Eric Fisher can still play or Riley Reef or you know. Do you want to jump? I back? think they're better, but they're more expensive too, and they're not. I don't think Eric Fisher is better. Friend. As we sit here right now, I don't know if Eric Fisher is better or not. Right, they didn't play. And to your point, I know that Fisher and Reef, probably not Brown, but maybe aren't going to be worth what whoever pays them is. You know, right. I mean, tackle on the open market with starting experience that doesn't stink is going to get overpaid. Period. Yeah. And the you know the one thing that you look at a core for, he's been available mm-hmm. the last two years. I mean, if it comes down to it, you still have Zach Banner on your roster. I was gonna say, what about Banner? I mean, he could be you, a cap casualty. But do you trust him? No. So you can't go into next next season again. You did this last year where you went into this into the regular or came out of tra- uh, the, the mini camp saying, okay, our two starting tackles are probably right now. Chooks a core for it the left on the left side and Zach Banner on the right. Well, then Banner wasn't available all year. Mm-hmm. But we'll get to Trey Turner, obviously. And I wouldn't shut the door on him. I'm not sure what category you have him in. But this is starting to look a lot like last year's offensive line. Right. If we're going left to right with more dots and green question mark at right guard, Chooks slash Banner, throw Hague in the mix. Like, where do we get better? Well, I'll get to that. Okay. The guys I would re-sign on the cheap, and this when I say on the cheap, I mean I'm talking a, a one-year veteran yeah, minimum yeah, deal yeah, with yeah. A, a little bit of a signing bonus just to give them something. And there'll be a lot of those in the equation when this is yeah. all said and done. Yeah, 
I got Miles Killebrew. James sure. special James, team, right? Yeah. James Washington, if I can get him back uh, on a one year deal. I'm less enthused about that one, but okay. Montrevious at a lot of that depends on what happens with Juju. I don't want to start completely over at my wide receiver mm-hmm. room with, with a bunch of young guys. Uh, Montrevious Adams and Arthur Millette. Yes. And yes. On the last two. And again, they're not big enough roadblocks to not draft Jordan oh, yeah. Davis. You try to draft you know, those guys. Yeah. You're right, or, right. or a nickel corner that's, you know, that you like, or a nickel yeah. safety that you like, you, you take them, mm-hmm. but right, the, right, right. these guys are valuable position holders on your team. Right. I mean, they're the typical Kevin Colbert. I can line up with that guy on Sunday and be comfortable. Right. You know, not straining, you know? No, I think those guys fit that category. Trey Turner might be in that category for me too. See, he's not for me. Cause I mean, got, you want to get, you want a stud right guard. Is that he's, he's yes. That's where I really want to do my upgrade at. Okay. Um, he's on my list of the guys it's time to move on from. That mm-hmm. list includes Eric Ebron, Josh yes. Dobbs, Kalen Balaj, Ray Ray okay, McLeod, yeah. BJ yeah. Finney, and Trey Turner. Okay. And Turner's the, guy, the only one I have any argument with. The guy that I got the most pushback from my readers on was Ray Ray, which I found shocking. Yeah. I can't believe he's not in Steeler Nation's doghouse. I mean, he's like loved and I, I, uh, I don't understand. Everyone seems to like him better than I do. <laughs> and I'm sure he's a swell fella. <laughs> Here's the thing. <laughs> they signed Anthony Miller midway through last year um, when they had some injuries at the, actually it was when Juju Smith-Schuster got hurt. They signed, right. they signed Anthony Miller off the practice squad of, uh, or he had been just been released by the Texans. Now he had right. some he had some rough practices starting out, but he's Ray Ray McLeod only better. He's a more wide receiver. I mean, he's more of a right. He's not a gadget guy. Yeah, he's no, bigger. I, he's stronger. He's got a pedigree. He's been a return guy. Like, what what am I missing here? Why do I? I would rather have that guy on the field than Ray Ray McLeod. Now people would then say, well, why didn't why didn't that happen last year? Well, he was new to the oh, team. He was new. He was yeah. new. Right. I mean, who knows how quickly he adjusted and all those things. And McLeod, there was definitely a level of comfort with McLeod that reminded me a little of Switzer and Ben. You know, like yeah. Ben Ben likes him, I guess. You know, and I'm not at practice every day. I mean, I'm sure that he's doing some good things, but I think it's just a reliability factor. But one of the tragedies to me of the season is the number of offensive snaps Ray McLeod. Oh, was you know, when awful. it was all said and done. Yeah. yeah. That, that can't happen. He's not gonna, he's, nobody is afraid of him. No. You know? Yeah. Just, you want him on the field. Yeah. Uh, to me, Trey Turner's a guy that I want, you know, when they signed Trey Turner last year at the time that they signed him right after minicamp, when, when they found out the Castro wasn't going to be able to play mm-hmm. Trey Turner was a fine signing at that point. Oh, no you, doubt. No doubt. You weren't going to get anybody better than Trey Turner at that point. Agreed. Agreed. Now but you can, now you can guard. Yeah. Right? Now you can do that. Money. Yeah. I, I know you've brought up guys like Connor Williams and we're not even talking Brandon Schreff, you know, but I mean, quality starters, James Daniels from the bears, guys like that, that are younger, have higher upside and are an upgrade. Yeah. I mean, I can do better yeah. than Trey Turner. Now Trey yeah. Turner was what I had to settle for last year because I thought I was going to have David DeCastro there. Well, now I can, uh, now I can, I have money to spend. I have draft picks to use. I can do that. I can I can put plug somebody who's better in at that spot, 
And that still doesn't stop me from, from signing another guy. I would still go right, out right. and if I'm the Steelers, I still want to get a, another interior offensive lineman who has some center capabilities just in case. See, that's what I thought Turner might be, but that's the sticking point is I want someone that can also play center. I want the better version of B.J. Finney. Right, right. You know, two tiers above Finney. So a a starting caliber guy, yeah. And, right, 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 right. Yeah. I mean, if if Turner was a as good a center as he is a guard, I'd have a lot more interest. So the fact that he's really a one-position player for me, I don't even know if he can play left guard, you know, is a detriment because I thought he played fine. I mean, I can live with him as one of my starters, but that's probably the spot as you laid out, whether it's Johnson or green from the draft, or you spend some money in free agency where you say, well, we're noticeably better here. Right. And I think you can do that. And again, while still improving your depth and you, you open, you know, you, you, you bring in some, if you, let's say you, uh, you draft a guy, um, whether it be second, third round offensive tackle. If he's better than Dan Moore, I don't know. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not married to him either. All I've got invested in Dan Moore is a fourth-round draft pick. All I've got Mm -hmm. invested in Kevin Dotson is a fourth-round draft pick. Right, right, right. I can still get better at those positions, but if I'm going to spend on one, it's going to be at right guard. Yeah. And and again, adding – that leaves Turner on the cold. And adding a – you know – adding yet another guy who can, who has center capability as well. Mm-hmm. Now I've improved and, my depth. And throwing a fourth-round pick at the problem, too, somewhere on the O-line, you know. Right. Now yeah. I've done something to address the issue. Even mm-hmm. if – but if I don't resign Chooks-Akor for now I've pigeonholed myself into the, the, the fact that I probably either have to draft a tackle early, first, uh, first or second round, and I'd rather be guard needy than tackle needy. Absolutely. It's a much, much easier I mean, position to fill. That's kind of the bottom line in this conversation. And even if it is Shref or somebody that's super expensive, you know, it's not as expensive as that version of a tackle, you know? Oh God, no. You know, those guys are brutal. The tackle, you're, you, the tackle, an average tackle, you're starting at $10 million. Mm-hmm. No, you want to draft tackles and develop them. You want to sign guards. Yeah, you can, you know, and that's, you know, when the Steelers in the nineties, that's what they did. Mm-hmm. They all, I mean, they, for years, they plugged, you know, the Duval loves and the, you know, they would, they'd sign Will Wolford, those, those veteran guys that have been around the block who played some football. And then you plug them in at the, at the guard spot. Yeah. And, yeah. and you just go, and you trust them and yeah. Yeah. Give them, give them some money and go line them up and play. No, I don't have a problem with that. And I, I basically agree with your list too, of those categories. Turner would be if everything goes to crap and I got to call Trey Turner up a month into free agency. Okay. And I'm going to, with the plan of drafting a guard too. Oh yeah. I think if you bring Trey Turner back, you definitely then look, you're looking at drafting a, a guard in the first two days. Yes. Early. I mean, yeah. and, and, and hoping that he outplays Trey Turner in training camp, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah. It is, is the conversation of of signing a veteran setter, do you think, dead? I don't think they have any interest in doing that. Yeah, yeah. Again, not a, not a starter. Now, if it's, if, a starter. It's, if it's another guy who maybe he's got some starts under his belt at the center position, uh, he's also played some guard, they're going to give Kendrick Green every, you know, an, an opportunity to, to be their starting center again this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, 
Again, they, a better version of Finney would be very useful on this roster. We're a better version of Hassenauer. Yeah, I just don't. Th- I I know Haas has played guard. I just don't view him as a guard ever. But yeah, you like, know, so, I don't even hate Haas as my number two center. Right. Right. Especially if he's backing up Mike Webster. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I just, I mean, they're not going to give up on Kendrick Green after one season. No. No. Yeah, after they, fourteen they, games, that's that's that no. Very early on, especially like when Ben said it, I thought Jensen or one of these type of guys would be the target. Move Green to guard and let's let that battle happen with somebody else. You know, like if Jensen was my center and Trey Turner and Green are fighting for the right right guard spot, I like the sound of that. But I don't think they're going to do that. I mean, you're, you're talking Jensen's in his 30s now. I mean, I just even Bozeman or the dude from Tennessee, Davis, or a starting NFL center was my original thought of how this would go. But I don't think it's going to go that way. I don't. I don't either. He's going to be the center. Yeah, I think he's going to get a shot to win. And if he doesn't win it, then again, you've got. Uh, uh, yeah, let's say you go sign James Daniel. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's him. He, he has it, played center. He's he, a really it, interesting. He part. came into the league as a center. Um, yeah. You know, a little shorter. Yeah, you know, maybe you're, again. I think it's the idea is to collect eight or nine NFL caliber offensive linemen. Yes, and then allow the allow things to play out. I didn't say that as well as I wanted to at the beginning of the segment. We were talking about line, but you know, we were talking about chooks. But that's kind of my plan too. Is not I'm going to get this guy and you're our right guard. I, I might just say we got eight offensive linemen here. And five spots, and I forget the Tomlinism, you know, two dogs, one bone. You guys fight it out, and the other guys hopefully are pretty decent. Eight dogs, five, you know, five bones. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I hope and I hope Joe Haig is number eight. You know what I mean? Like, I right. have seven guys better than Haig. And, and again, you're not going to have Anthony Munoz and Walter Jones, but that's better than what you've had. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we're going to take another break. He is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. Uh, you're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We come back. Matt, is it time for another mock draft? We can do that. I I think it is. It's Friday. It certainly is. Mock draft Friday. Here we go. We'll do that right after this on The Drive. 